Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some uh, tweets in after the show yesterday, as usual. Uh, Lexi Ann tweets. Yummy. I loved grilled cheese and ketchup. It sounded gross to me, but I tried it, yeah. and I'm definitely sold. Oh, right. That's what I'm telling you. I right love there. This. Right there. <laughs> uh, it's a brave woman. Maybe I'll listen try to her. I might why try not? it. I, why not? I mean, do you like ketchup? Yes. Do you like grilled cheese? Yes. Why would they not be good together? I mean, it's not like I'm suggesting you uh, you put ketchup on uh, spinach. Right, right. No. Or that's kale. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of two things I, I like that I don't like together. And and you, you might have me stumped here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Do you like chocolate? Do you like peanut butter? Peanut butter and chocolate. That's what yeah. came to mind, right? Right. All right, we got this from uh, Nick Willis. Wow, I can't, I can't believe the guard who was guarding Jeffrey Epstein was killed in an automobile accident tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Would it surprise anybody? No. No. <laughs> One of Jeffrey, uh, this from an AP source. One of Jeffrey Epstein's guards the night he hanged himself wasn't even a correctional officer. Oh, hey now. What's what happening? was he? Was he a... Uh, a realtor? Was he a, a member of the National Association of Realtors? Oh, I mean, what was he? The plot thickens. Yeah, we should look into that. Because wow. if he was a realtor, <laughs> yeah, something fishy going on. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, and here's a genius statement from Attorney General William Barr. <clears throat> the jail where Jeffrey Epstein died had some serious irregularities. Say what now? What? Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Again, let's go through that list. This is only a partial list. He was on suicide watch, but had been taken off. They do have monitors. All were pointed away from his cell. Guards were supposed to be checking on him, but didn't. He was supposed to be wearing a suicide-proof jacket, but wasn't. And he was supposed to have a a cellmate, and he did... But the cellmate was transferred just a few hours before his suicide oh for God. no one knows what reason. Ah, that's not suspicious at all. That's not That's not the least bit suspicious. I don't even know why people are talking about this. <laughs> right? It's unbelievable. It's a conspiracy. They keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theories explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, There's a reason they're mm-hmm, exploding. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not one or two things. It's everything. It's a. It's every possible thing. Because he shouldn't have been able to commit suicide at this place. If he did commit suicide. And if he didn't commit suicide, then he was killed. He was murdered. So every the path was cleared for that as well. With no video monitoring and... No cellmate and all of those things. I mean, this is the most mm. high-profile prisoner they've gotten there. Yeah. How is he not the top priority for everyone, yeah, in- including the janitor that was assigned to watch him, apparently? None of it makes any sense at all. I mean, obviously, something really bad went down here. Uh, this is not just a series of, oops, we, <laughs> I, oh, man, did we do that, too? Ah. Oh. What a series of coincidences there. Silly us. What could go wrong did go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a reason for that, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, was planned. <laughs> Something was planned here. Either to allow him to go ahead and kill himself, and maybe he was threatened. 
kill yourself or we'll do it for you and you won't like it what we do to you. Uh, and so he did. Was it you? I don't know. Who was saying something? Did he not report something happened to him uh, yeah. the first go round? Yes. Uh, you know, they kept saying, well, it was either an attempted suicide or somebody hurt him. Yeah. You know why they were saying somebody hurt him? Because he told them somebody hurt him. Wow. Yeah. He said it over and over again. Uh, somebody was trying to kill him. He said it. <laughs> and then you just leave him alone in his cell with nobody <laughs> checking on him for hours on end. Okay. Yeah, that's not suspicious at all. Oh. There should be no conspiracy theory here. Meanwhile, a dozen FBI agents raided Epstein's pedophile island, as they call it, pulled up to his Caribbean getaway in speedboats, roaming around the grounds in golf carts. I love this headline. Two days after pervert billionaire suicide. You gotta love the Daily Mail in London. <laughs> love that. Little commentary in their headline. <laughs> So they were they were seen uh, raiding his U.S. Virgin Island, Little St. James, Monday morning and afternoon. At least a dozen agents were seen embarking speedboats at the pier and driving around the, wow, 71 and a half acre grounds on golf carts. Shh, 71 acres. Nice. Get away with a lot of stuff there. They also said he had the largest single family home in Manhattan. How much must that have cost? Uh, $100 million? Wow. I mean, uh, the guy was fairly wealthy. I didn't realize there were single-family homes in Manhattan. Yeah. it's it, uh, The reporter that was doing the story on it uh, said he walked by it two or three times because it looked like a museum. And so he didn't think it was a private residence. It was so big, he thought it was one of the New York museums. Jeez. Wow. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, Triple Eight. 93393 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter with any of your thoughts. We've got some amazing stuff. Just an absolute, total, and complete meltdown by Chris Cuomo at some bar Sunday night. He just went bat crap crazy on a Rush Limbaugh listener. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. That's yeah, everybody's assuming he's a Rush Limbaugh because... Rush calls him this particular thing. We'll get into that. Uh, also, Donna Brazil kind of defending Donald Trump, which is pretty amazing. And she's getting all kinds of flack from the left for it. Uh, we want to get into these uh, s- these scam calls again. Keith's been getting these student loan oh scam calls. Oh, my goodness. Calls. I've, I've never had a student loan in my mm-hmm. life. Yet every day... Uh, it's a an average of two a day, sometimes four, sometimes zero, but an average yeah. of two a day voicemails for the last man. couple weeks of student loan spam calls. It's just ridiculous, man. And they're and they're they're they've they've taken it up a notch. They're very yeah, uh, they're good. Uh huh. These are robocalls, and listen to how natural they sound. Hi, this is Holly Jones, and oh, I'm from the processing department. Uh, yeah, Holly. I'm so sorry if you're busy. No, um, I'm just calling I'm, with some really I'm not, great news. I can talk to you right now. It looks <laughs> like there's been some significant changes to your federal student loan repayment option. Oh, so the one I don't have? If you can give me a call back today, that'd be huh. great. Sure. My direct phone number is 949 yeah, 7 now everybody has your reference number 
Anybody can call and get a better deal on their loan now. Well, anybody. They can pay off my student loan that I don't have. (laughs) Please do that. And then, you know what? Just send it to me. Send me the cash if you want to help out with my student loan debt, and then I'll take care of it from here. I mean, th- that was only one of them. Yeah. You, you got another. Uh, Hi, this is Kyle. I'm a student Hi, advisor. Yeah. I was actually assigned to reach out to you. You're uh, eligible for new programs in 2019. Oh. It could affect your federal student loan. Oh, they can make great. your payment even zero dollars. No. Give me a call at 888-470-7982. This is a time-sensitive matter. You might be paying too much on your student loan. It is important that you give me a call back. Once again, again, even though I don't Kyle, have a student loan, Kyle, yeah. Kyle, are you listening? I'm paying zero. Can you make it less than that? <laughs> are you going to pay me, Kyle? Kyle, can you pay me for my non-existent student loan? That's what I'd like to know. Oh my goodness! So I don't know how they benefit from that. What when you call? Do they extract information from you, or I don't know. I don't know how that works. I get these calls all the time. The yeah. student loan thing? Yeah, and I do have student loans, so it oh. kind of scared me at first, but mm-hmm. I'm always like, if they don't say my name, mm-hmm. then right. I'm not yes. calling back. Well, That's well, right. Well, okay. I mean, I hear you, Mr. Skeptical, um, but Kyle can get you a lower <laughs> rate if you want to just reach out to him. Uh, can you play you uh, number. Kyle's number again? No. Yeah, well, let's see. Hi, this is Kyle. I'm a student advisor. <laughs> well, well, we'll get it. We'll get to the end of it, and we'll give it to okay, you in yeah, a minute. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I I always get the uh, extended warranty calls. Those scams. Uh-huh. Hey, you're uh, you're. We noticed that your your extended warranty has lapsed. Yeah, no, it hasn't. I uh, specifically purchased it. It lasts seven years. It has not lapsed. They've been calling me for <sighs> I don't know five years on that. <laughs> and they, I, they just I guess they just think, well, you don't know if your extended loan has lapsed or not. But fortunately, I okay. I got a plan for you. Too smart for him. Why don't you call my buddy Kyle? Mm-hmm. Okay, and you'll call my student. No, 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 no. no tell Kyle. Give him the number for the uh, <clears throat> warranty people. Maybe he can get you a better rate on on, oh. on your uh, extended warranty. Maybe. But so what? The FCC's uh, working on uh, fixing this, and yeah, supposedly they banned them. Yeah. So uh, I believe it when I stopped getting calls. I mean, that's pretty great if they did. Yeah, and it's become a sport in my household where we still have the landline. And uh, so there's half a dozen calls a day, and uh, typically all of them are these kind of robocalls. But um, my youngest is now taken to uh, trying to talk to him. But unfortunately, it's usually, you know, a recording like Kyle and uh, what's her name, Holly? Yeah, Kyle and Holly. Kyle and Holly. Yeah. Oh, they're so sweet. Oh, yeah. Holly sounded really chipper and yeah, and really fun. She could really help you out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded, <laughs> sounded like she was really ready and willing to do what she could. Of course, to, the first time she gave the number, she didn't know her own number. She's like, yeah, and my number is eight 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 seven. That was just to make it sound more natural. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want to. Oh, because seem like she was reading it. Uh-huh. I always struggle when I. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you remember give out your, my number uh, and number. stuff. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. oof, what was that number again? So the FCC voted to approve laws that ban fraudulent text messages and international robocalls. The new rules, in effect, neutralize loopholes in the Truth and Caller ID Act, which bans spoofing domestic calls, but made it hard for the FCC to prosecute against perpetrators of scam text messages and international calls. Now they can ban... They can monitor and penalize all of these callers, apparently. These are just international calls, though? I didn't catch that the first time I read through that. Mm, 
Uh, yeah, fraudulent text messages and international robocalls. And international. Okay, so we're still going to get domestic <laughs> robocalls? Shut up. Ah, I just... But now in Texas, we have a thing that Abbott just signed about a month ago that bans them from... Uh, you have to be able to see on your caller ID who's calling. So instead of these local area codes... Oh, I like that. Yeah, it, now it has to actually say who's Because sometimes calling. it'll show your number. Like, I'm calling me right now? I, <laughs> Wait, hmm, really? Weird. The whole number? That is really weird. I've, so, I've seen the area code in the first three. You get the whole 10-digit deal? Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think they believe that you're going to answer it because you don't know how you're calling you. <laughs> That's creepy. That's yeah, kind of like what happened in my is. house Sunday night when I was taking a shower. Nobody in the house, Pat. The sprinklers mm-hmm. were off. And yet the water pressure just goes, like, it's like your little sounder that, you know, shut down. Oh, wow. And so now I'm wondering what's going on there. A lot of theories online, probably a ghost living in the house, but uh, it's possible. I digress. Mm -hmm. The point is, uh, don't call yourself. Because, I mean, right. you don't want to, how aggravating is that? You've got to tell yourself off. You don't want to trick yourself and scam yourself. The AARP Fraud Watch Network estimates that 48 billion robocalls were made last year. These estimates are up 57% from the year before. Uh, 48 billion That's calls. Gross. And then I get like 47 billion of those. Oh my gosh. Man. To address the mounting problem, the House last week also passed a bipartisan bill that requires carriers to authenticate every call and to offer opt-out blocking for free. Mm-hmm. We've been the F- there before. FTC has increased enforcement by bringing lawsuits against groups responsible for more than a billion robocalls. While legislative changes are being made for consumer protection, the FCC recommends Americans add their phone numbers. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, me too. I've done the do- national do not yeah, call registry. It, it, there's and I've done loopholes. it multiple times. Yeah, there's loopholes there. You give it, it to still call. somebody, and then they sell it, and then before you know it, the whole mm-hmm. world has it. It's kind of like uh, a radio producer's relationship with uh, publishers, you know? Mm-hmm. Once one of them gets it, then and then they, they, all and then they it. go to the next publisher, and they get another job, yeah. then that entire building gets your number <clears throat> and email, and oh my goodness, it never ends. So like, it's just best not to reach out to anybody when you're yeah. on the radio. Yeah, just, you don't, just well, don't call anybody. In, in general, like... Everyone just live uh, in a little cocoon here yourself. (laughs) So you can get real time updates by visiting uh, FCC initiatives to combat robocalls Mm -hmm. and spoofing. Uh, You'll not forget that. I know you'll go directly to that website. (laughs) You want us to tweet tweet this out? out. Is it do not call dot gov or whatever? Uh, Oh, I see. It's more than that. I don't know. Maybe that. But the www do not call dot gov is maybe that's where you. The thing is on these. like you said, you get your name on these lists. I, I think that they probably make so much money doing this mm-hmm. that they don't care that they're breaking the law right. because they know that 99.9% of the people aren't going to do anything about it because unless you complain, they're going to keep mm-hmm. getting away with it. Mm-hmm. And every now and then you'll hear a story about a guy who kept a, a log next to his phone of all the people he told to stop calling me. Yeah. And then they get sued. It's worth the risk for them, yeah. I think. Every single time I get a live one. A real person. Yeah. The first thing I say, ah, uh, hi, are you having a good day? All right, take put me on your do not call list, yeah. and and then they're pissed yeah. and they hang up. But they supposedly by law have to put you on the list when you say that. And some of them hang up so quickly. I think that they can then show down the line if if need be. Oh, I didn't hear him uh, say yeah, it. I hung up so quick. Sorry. Right. I didn't hear him answer. Yeah. Uh, it rang too many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. And then you get douchebags like this. And once it get expired after that, you will be taken under custody by the local police. Man, you don't want to... there are wanna... four serious allegations pressed on your name at this moment. You don't want to be 
taken under custody when there are four no. serious allegations pressed on your name. No. It's really, that's serious. We would request serious. you to get back to us yeah. so that we can discuss about this case. I want you before to taking discuss any about legal the action case. against you. Yeah, oh, that's The a, number to reach us is 518 615. Don't call this number, by the 7980. way. 7980. That's what they want you to do. Yeah. I repeat. Five one eight. Yeah, she repeated it. She, Six one five. Okay, I she don't want you to, to repeat. She it. wants you to get it. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and then, so these threatening calls really piss me off because they do trick people. I mean, yeah. and then pretty soon, some elderly person is at Walmart buying a three thousand dollar gift card and sending it to him. Uh, it's pathetic. It is. All right, uh, thousand agents strong in the real estate agents I trust.com network with another 5,000 on the waiting list. Why? Because it's really good for them. It's really good for you. It's good for everybody because these are great realtors who have really great track records. They're totally committed to real estate. They know the market. They know how to help you price your home so that it sells quickly and for the most money. Uh, And they respond to you. They show up high sense of urgency they the team responds to your inquiries in minutes not hours they return your phone calls and they're all fans of the show so you got a lot in common right from the get-go so go to realestateagentsitrust.com we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area realestateagentsitrust.com Uh, Chris Cuomo, pretty good guy, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody everybody loves him. <laughs> well, like seven people do who watch him. And not all seven love him. <laughs> One of them, his mom loves him. And then uh, <laughs> the other six, uh, their <laughs> remote is broken and they, they can't turn the they, channel. They answered the question under duress. <laughs> uh, he is uh, asked for an audit for, a, I guess, a photo op by somebody who comes in and sees him at this bar on Sunday night. And uh, the guy calls him Fredo. (laughs) I didn't realize, I I didn't know Rush calls Chris Cuomo Fredo. I I didn't either. That's awesome. (laughs) It's obviously, you know, a Godfather reference. Uh Uh, Fredo is the weakling of of the Corleone boys and uh a traitor and a douchebag uh-huh. do you want <laughs> and he gets murdered by his brother in the i didn't mean to give that whoa, away whoa, i mean whoa. you've only had since 1974 to see the movie dang it ah, that's only 45 years oh geez what are you doing man <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert fredo's dead ah so is sunny no wait oh boy and so is the horse <laughs> yeah the horse didn't do well. <laughs> All right, so here's what happens. Uh, it escalates quickly. Punk ass on the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Fredo is from The Godfather. He was our weak brother. I know it was you, Fredo. That your and they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? I got a little it's a f- insult to your people. It's an insult to your 
people. It's like the N word mm. for us. No, it is. Oh, like get out of here. Thing. You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to play, you want to play. If that's something you want to say about what I do on television, you say it. But I'm going to fall me. Hey, listen. What? I don't want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't insult me like that. I didn't insult you. Call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk. You like that? You want that to be your nickname? I didn't call you that. You called me Fredo. You know my name now. Okay, first of all, uh-huh. first of all, all right, the guy knows his name's not Fredo. Sure. We sure. all know that, right? <laughs> he knows his name, but he's playing it, he playing is, it off pretty well. He is really staying <clears throat> I love calm. the comment. Uh, you're a lot more reasonable in person. <laughs> and the guy's going ape crap on him. You're a lot more reasonable in person and, and than you no, are on this, TV. This guy isn't doing anything <laughs> He's not now. doing anything. Like, we they, we know where they started the tape, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. But from that point on, he's not doing anything but standing there, and Chris Cuomo cannot hold his He's fire. going out of his mind. <laughs> he's going out of his freaking mind. Wow. Uh, and look... Your punk ass bitches from the right call me that. Wow, that's pretty non biased, right? Mm-hmm. You know that he's he's in the middle of the right and left uh, battle. <laughs> wow, if that doesn't show his true colors, what does? And the guy hates violence. Has he threatened him yet? Because he's about to threaten oh, yeah. him. Here we go. To yeah. throw him down the mm-hmm. stairs. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Hey, then on what you said. Listen, Listen, take him I don't have a problem with you. Man. Yeah, you're gonna have a problem. What? What are you gonna I'll, do about I'll, it? I'll, I'll ruin you. Throw you down these stairs like a oh you'll oh, throw me down. Let's do it. Pause it for a second. Please do it. Throw me down the stairs. I'd love to see you lose your job, you punk ass. <laughs> Which I think I think that's what Fredo, Fredo is um, Italian for. Punk ass. Punk ass. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's what he just told us. Yeah, that's what he just told us. <laughs> what is his net worth? I mean, I that know. is unbelievable. The f word. Every other word. I, I mean, how many times did he say it? Thirty. Yeah. Uh, and he's threatening violence against the guy. Now, if this is Sean Hannity, oh boy, with somebody on the left, guy's already fired. He's unemployed. Today. He's already unemployed mm-hmm. right now. I mean, this is circulated overnight, and Sean Hannity's already gotten the word: don't come into work today. Yeah. Will this affect Chris Cuomo? I doubt it. Yeah, uh, Chris Cuomo. I doubt it. Makes a salary of two point five million a year. Uh, estimated net worth of nine million. So, Jeez. if he swings at somebody. He's going to take yeah, a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see you throw him down the stairs, Chris. Now, I'd like to. Uh, you'd love to be there sometimes and just say, yeah, oh, do it. Yeah. Do it, tough guy. It's almost like what you hear. Do it. Would you take a punch from Mike Tyson for a million dollars? Absolutely. Mike Tyson, I don't know. You might not live. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That guy. Okay. How about a million dollars you see that? plus Did medical we expenses? That? We played that video of him in the bar, didn't we? Or was, was it was when maybe that was when Jeffy was here? Uh, he was showing somebody how fast he still is. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I think we it was it here. It was chilling. That I'm, guy. I'm seeing it now here. Uh, watch this. I mean, oh, look at that. Oh, okay, so look at that. Five, I mean, five, five million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'd at least get a concussion or a broken jaw or something out of it, but it might be worth five million bucks. Plus medical expenses. Can yeah. we say that? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's hear the rest of this from go. Chris Cuomo. What? What so love about it. I'll f- ruin you. Throw you down these stairs like a punk. Please do. Right, so you, yeah. you don't so you can do sue. Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. Oh, you want to call me Fredo? Take a swing. Take a swing. Watch your hands. Take a swing. Watch your 
Come on, take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me? Call me. Hey, listen, man. You didn't know what you were doing. I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. You didn't know. Hey, you didn't know what you were saying, right? I thought it was his name. Look, you cannot. You cannot lose your mind in public like that. When you're when you're a public figure, my gosh, anybody can't. But especially when you're on TV or radio every day and night. Safe to say that Chris Cuomo not reading a teleprompter that evening. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's unbelievable. That was something else, man. That guy's crazier than I thought. (laughs) And I thought he was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Just a quick look. Um, Here's Fredo. Um, oh, the oh, guy we oh, were more, telling you more about. More Chris Cuomo? Yeah, more Chris Cuomo. More Chris Cuomo mm-hmm. footage here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Send Fredo off to do this. Send Fredo <laughs> off to do that. <laughs> Let Fredo take care of some Mickey Mouse nightclub somewhere. Mm-hmm. Send Fredo to pick somebody up at the airport. I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs> Not like everybody says. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm smart. I want respect. <laughs> So that that's awesome. why Fredo is so perfect for Qu- Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Fredo had just cost, I can't remember exactly now, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but he just cost somebody their life. Mm. I And and maybe a hit on, uh, on Michael himself there, and uh, Michael was not happy with him. And it was just waiting until mom died so he could kill Fredo. <laughs> so, so let's just say Jeez. Fredo isn't an appropriate name for Chris Cuomo. Yeah. Well, it sure is now. After yes. seeing that clip and yeah, the other is. one juxtaposed with it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, it is. He's a nut. I, that's unbelievable stuff. I mean, we see celebrity meltdowns. That one was right up there. Now, come on. It's, it, also, calling it the equivalent of the N-word, that's just asinine. Yeah. Uh, and that shows how out of touch he is, too. Wow. Uh, so I, I can't wait to see what comes of this. If anything, will anything come of it? Maybe absolutely nothing happens to Chris Cuomo. Not reprimanded, not suspended, not uh, does not forced to apologize. We'll see. Oh, he's. Uh, what, what time does the show come on? No idea. Like, <laughs> I never watch it. Okay, well, I'm gonna find out and I'm gonna monitor it later. <laughs> Seven, eight, maybe because he moved from mornings to prime time. That much I know. Yeah. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we got uh, not that Stephen Avery tweets. I used to enjoy ketchup and scrambled eggs. Ketchup thing continues. Mm-hmm. I do put ketchup on my scrambled eggs as well. Do you? Never. No? no. Really? Oh, okay. So maybe wow. that's a I'm gonna, Montana thing as you, well. Do you have a stock in Heinz? Perhaps? He says, I used to enjoy ketchup and scrambled eggs. Then I developed taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sunk flex seal boat. How dare Keith doubt Pat? How often do you win the the challenge, Keith? Try the dang sandwich. (laughs) All right. right, I'll give it a shot. Yes. Got it. Beyond my purview tweets. Pat's the last one who should make fun of people messing up phone numbers. What phone number did I? Oh, the I wasn't making fun of him. That was Keith. Wait, of what? The, I think the the student loan person, right? Who didn't know the number? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was me. Well, Uh whatever. Bill Warren, my folks had a friend who uh, a friend put the voicemail greeting in Spanish. The <laughs> robocalls have dropped off a lot. <laughs> That's good. By the way, that's uh, pretty good. Update on Chris Cuomo. Uh, CNN has offered support 
for the anchor, uh, claiming he was targeted in a oh in a quote <sighs> orchestrated setup end quote. And that makes it okay yeah. to Chris, go off on somebody. Yeah, that Chris, makes it perfectly fine. CNN Vice All President right. of Communications uh, Matt Dornick tweeted, Chris Cuomo defended himself when he was verbally attacked with the use of an ethnic slur. We completely support him. That is unreal. There you go. Knew it. <laughs> I knew it. By the way, just for, uh, you know, just for fun... And uh, to show you what we were talking about, here's that Mike Tyson video oh. when he was in the bar with those guys. Yeah, that's, oh I mean, that He looks, should get in the ring today. That looks stinking dangerous, yeah. man. Yeah. The guy's in his 50s. That looks... Vicious. <laughs> yes, vicious. 10 million. 10 million. By the way, he just uh, he just talked to, uh, spoke at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? That mm-hmm. uh, Nick Saban brought him in. Oh. And he talked about how he hurt everybody in his life. And he just kept hurting people because people would love him more. The more he hurt people, broke jaws, uh, cracked eye sockets, wow. uh, and then took it outside the ring. It didn't matter. <laughs> and he just treated women like crap. He treated people like crap. Uh-huh. Everybody around him, he, he hurt and that's who you want talking to your football team. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he's showing them, if you let this stuff get to your head, okay. that's what's going to happen. You're not going to, you're going to be in jail. And you're going to have a, uh, uh, not a very happy life. So he was there to yeah, it was keep him on the straight and narrow. And, yeah. Okay. So apparently he's realized that now. And he's trying to turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. If it's true. 888 And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got to get into this uh, plagiarism plagiarism situation coming up again uh, in a few minutes. Man, there've been a lot of plagiarism claims lately in the music world, and the problem is a lot of them are winning these claims and costing artists millions of dollars. Uh, this is maybe the most ridiculous one I've ever heard of. Uh, we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Moody Tiffany tweets, Someone brought kale into work and forgot to put it into the trash can. I guess I'll have to pass on the best recipe for kale. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is, uh-huh. you know, you coat the bottom of the pan really well right. with some, like, coconut oil. Oh, that sounds yummy. Yeah. Because uh, coconut oil makes everything sweeter. And, you know, it's... Uh, and then you just put the kale in on top of that and then you walk over to the trash can and the coconut oil helps the kale slide right off the pan oh, into the can that's so great interesting yeah it's it's a great recipe huh. uh kyle's great deals <laughs> All somebody's right. already assumed that name. call kyle <laughs> i have a guessing game going on uh with my family as to which type of robocall is coming in usually it's my car warranty yep that's the one i get all the time mm-hmm. too even though i don't own a car let alone a warranty. <laughs> uh, DMX DM. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat ruined yet another movie for me. Oh. Come on, Pat. Yeah, some people need all 45 of those years to or, catch up or on Or 46 movies. in this case, because it's already been a full 45. Hmm. Uh, so, um, let's see. Miley's Death Cake. <laughs> no. All right, Keith. No more creepy stories about your water pressure dropping in your empty house. 
just as you're telling the story, my live stream drops out, and I had to restart my phone to get it back. Oh, our bad. There you go. Is your house empty? Where is everybody? Uh, they're back now. Oh. But at the time, mm-hmm. nobody in the house, just me, sprinklers off. Oh, man. Trying to take a shower, you know? Yeah. And then the water pressure, pressure goes down. Really badly. So I checked. Spooky. I did check the water meter. Spooky. It, it was behaving yesterday. The the, the water tanks, uh, uh-huh. no flooding there. Okay. So I don't so, know. There you go. I think the toilets are behaving too. I'm just a little little spooked right now. That is kind of weird when you're all alone mm-hmm. in a house and uh, something strange out of the norm. Like I, I always hear, I don't know, something's in our house. Um, <laughs> my daughter is totally convinced <laughs> There's some hobo living in the attic. <laughs> awesome. Have you checked? <laughs> yes, many times. Yes. I've walked through the ho- house over and over and over with her into every nook and cranny uh-huh. and showed her, okay, there's no hobos here. <laughs> but it will make some really strange noises at times. Wow. And it's usually when nobody's around, it is dark, and then you'll hear some... <clears throat> I'm like, what? The- I can't be the dog. The dog's a pound and a half. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Wow. Uh, and you look around and you, there's no evidence of anything having and happened. your house isn't that old. No, it's not. It's um, 2008. I mean, from what I've been told, I mean, I haven't seen it for myself, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you haven't seen my house. That's the big thing That's on Twitter right now. Right? People are like, so right? does Pat get to come to your house? No, like, not <laughs> once has Pat ever been invited to Keith's yeah, That's house. not true. He's been not invited. Once. He's been invited. Not. He couldn't make it. Oh, well, once. I tried. What was the once? When? I don't remember. Yeah, when I, I don't first either. moved here. Uh-huh. You want to come over? And this guy's a liar. <laughs> you want to come over sometime? I'd love to. Give me a heads up. I'll do I'd some love to, but I told you. Cleaning. Huh? The roads between our homes <clears throat> just are such No, no, they're one-way. They're one-way roads. They oh. lead from your house okay, to mine. So they I do... wouldn't want to break traffic laws getting to your house. Right. <laughs> so when are you coming over? I When you invite me. Okay, then you know, uh, we'll see you today. So I'd love to be there. I can't today. Okay, I mean, there you, you go. Give me now, a little bit of go. notice. We're done. See? Look, I tried. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I got to admit, you did try. But so, wait, so uh, you, do you think your house, there's something going on there? Or is something? I, I think it settles and oh, okay. it makes noises when it settles. But there's nothing weird mm-hmm. in your neighborhood? Not that I know of. Who are you going to call? Come on. You're not letting that me I know down of. Here. Sorry. Who are you going to call? There's not something strange Ghost in your neighborhood. Buster. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're doing. I tried. It's just that uh, you didn't want to play. You know, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. So Kamala Harris um, went to a nursing home, and she uh, she because she's such a person. Wait, was people. she taking Joe Biden, checking him in, or <laughs> that would have been a good that place to fun. check him in? Uh, but no, she was calling bingo. And then answering questions, tough questions from uh, oh. some of the residents there. Here's what happened. Oh, no. Can I ask you a question? Can I yes, ask you a question? Yes, of course. All right, I understand that you are advocating tests for everyone. Yes, ma'am. Who's going to pay well, for it? Who's going to pay for it? Well, we're going to pay for it because right now, let me tell you something, we're all paying for health care for everyone, and it's in an emergency room. <laughs> no, we're not. Look at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't intend to mess you a message. Now she's just mumbling. Yeah, now she's just like, get away from me. I want to make sure you like it. So I'll promise you that, okay? I won't mess with the health care that you have. You're a liar. Yeah, we've heard that one before. You're a stinking liar. All right, go to the next table there, Senator. 
Thank you for Let me get away from this woman as fast yeah. as I can. She's Thank obviously you. not an extremist Democrat socialist. And she's probably walking away thinking she's not going to be around to vote for me anyway. I'm moving on to the next table. Interesting, though, that that woman told her exactly the truth. Yeah. Well, we're going to... Who's going to pay for it? Well, we're going to pay for it because, listen, right now... No, you're not. No, you're not going to pay for it. No. Uh, she just... She knows what she's talking about. Don't mess with my health care. Yeah, we like our health care. Don't mess with it. <sighs> just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to sell us this bill of goods that this $3 trillion plus per year system that they're trying to jam down our throats is actually going to be cheaper than what we're doing now. Yeah, fool me once... How's Shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice. You'll see you're once, <laughs> twice, three times a lady, and I love you. <laughs> you fool me once, you can't get fooled again. Oh, no. <laughs> see, like the who. <laughs> now, the who? The who? What? The who? When? <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to Kate in Tennessee. Hey, Kate, you're on the blaze. Well, good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, um, you know, real quick. All this time, I've been hearing Rush call him Fredo, and I thought it was the ugly troll from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's uh, that's Frodo, but but close. That's awesome. That's close. <laughs> that's great. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> wow. So apparently, she's heard the Fredo reference. Uh, mm-hmm. So great. I love the pet names. I think they both work. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Although Frodo. <clears throat> I, I think a lot of people would say is not an ugly troll. He's a he's a fairly handsome hobbit. Wow! Right? You're kind of into him. I, I, I'm not saying you know I'd marry him, mm-hmm. but uh, I just want to look at him. If he wanted to take me out to dinner once or twice, you know, we could talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Riduzone. It contains OEA, which is a molecule in olive oil, but it's also something that's naturally present in your body. And what OEA does is send a signal to your body yeah. that you're full. Yeah, and this is something that you, you use mm-hmm. because um, uh, you don't want to eat vegetables, correct? Well, yes, yeah. or if you just don't want to overeat, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes the, the signal inside your body isn't strong enough, and you have to strengthen it with the Riduzone. Gotcha. So you take a couple of these before, you, uh, before your meal, and then you'll find that you eat less. Now, if you also add a little exercise to that, there's a really good chance you're going to lose weight. But Riduzone is so confident right now that this will help you lose weight. You can get a 30-day money-back guarantee. And you'll save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Riduzone.com. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I, I, we got to share the story of this uh, plagiarism case. This is incredible. Um, let's see. Lady Gaga has a song, and you probably know about it. I think I think this plays a lot on the radio. I don't listen to music radio much. Yeah, me either. Um, but I think it's a pretty big hit. It's from the movie uh, Star is Born. It's the Shallows. In the Shallows. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> now, now I don't have to go and listen to it. No, you just don't have to. For yeah, yeah, just yeah. nailed it for you. <laughs> nailed it. So she is being sued by some unknown songwriter with some unknown song from uh, 2012 
And this is, here's the song. It's called Almost. Listen to the beginning of this. Okay, then it switches a little bit. And then, so, they're suing Lady Gaga for this. Tell me something, girl. I don't know. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do hmm. you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I think it's this part right here. Okay, those three notes. Three notes. I've heard more egregious. Not even three chords. It's a three-note progression. Uh, The same progression, by the way, that has been used, I don't know, thousands, maybe millions of times. It's it's notes G, A, and B. (laughs) You can't. So does this guy own the notes G, A, and B now? (laughs) If they decide in his favor on this lawsuit, Look out, because music's going to change completely. Yeah. There's going to be no more new music, because they're not going to want to lose millions of dollars every time they write a song. By the way, it's the same progression as Dust in the Wind from 1977. Thank so you. why isn't Kansas suing this guy for plagiarism? I mean, there have been way more egregious examples than that. You know, I was uh, playing guitar... Yesterday. Oh, look at this. And, it, and I was thinking about this. Uh, I was thinking about this song, and I thought, well, I know of two songs that are exactly the same. Exactly the same. Now, the strumming pattern is different. But have you ever heard uh, 25 or 6 to 4 from Chicago? Okay, so that's 25 from 1970. Oh, is it? 1970. Now this <laughs> is Green Day Brain Stew. Exactly. Exactly the same chord progression. It's the same descending chord progression. Uh... All the way through the song, and so uh, All the way Green Day has been sued out no, of existence, right? Absolutely not. Oh, they never got. They were never sued by Chicago. <clears throat> by I think it was Robert Lamb that wrote that song. <clears throat> so uh, I I don't know how you get away with that. Sometimes I mean that is an exact ripoff of a chord progression. Now, can you own a chord progression? Can you be the only song that ever does those five chords in a row? I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a difficult decision, but somebody's going to have to decide this. Or essentially, new music I think will be over. And again, it was that uh, it was that Marvin Gaye estate uh, settlement that uh, started this whole trend of suing everybody because they won seven million dollars against Alan or not Alan Thick, his son Robin Thick, and Pharrell. So, when you win seven million dollars and According to experts, the song structure is completely different. I mean, why not give it a shot? Yeah. Why not? And I guess it just comes down to the jury, right? And and, and I guess so. What they think. 
Yeah, because uh, there has been more uh, intense examples of plagiarism than that. Uh, the well, Lady the Gaga Stairway stuff. to Heaven mm-hmm. and Spirit song yeah. were really close. Yeah. And then they came out, and then the, the Zeppelin lawyers came out and said, well, that's a chord progression that's been around for 400 years. Listen yeah. to this classical tune. And they were right. Yeah. It sounded just like it. So where do you stop? Where does that end? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, uh, it's interesting, though, because it's costing people a lot of money. Katy Perry just lost a massive lawsuit. $2.7 million for one of her songs from 2013 from a Christian rap song from 2002. And by the way, speaking of Katy Perry, she might be in some other trouble as well. A guy named Josh Claus claims he was drinking with uh, Katy Perry when she suddenly pulled forward the waistband of his shorts to reveal his genitals. <laughs> Stay classy. <laughs> Stay classy, Katie. Yeah. A uh, former video co-star has made these astonishing claims. Klaus has come forward to make the claims nine years after the pair shot the video together for Katy Perry's uh, 2010 hit, Teenage Dream. He played her love interest in that. Then they were apparently at some party together, and she wanted to <laughs> she wanted to show her friends... Mm-mm. Um, his unit and so while he turned to motion to somebody she grabbed his shorts and pulled them out and everybody took a look oh that's what he claims anyway. now why is he coming out nine years later well because the power dynamic you know carrie katie perry was katie perry and he was just some guy some male model Hmm. but now it, it is interesting because he says uh yeah, I'm looking for the exact. It might also have something to do with Katy Perry's quote. net worth being a little bit more up there than it was nine years ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was really uh, cynical mm-hmm. of you to assume this is about money. This is about the principle, my friend. Sure. <laughs> he says that, you know, you got all these men at the top being accused of everything. But he said the women are just as bad who are at the top. That was supposedly his point. Well, then why'd you wait nine years to come forward? Well, I guess because in light of Me Too, everybody's coming forward now. Uh, but, I mean, there should, be, there should be witnesses, right, to be able to testify on this. But he says, I just say this now because our culture is set on proving men of power so perverse. But females with power are just as disgusting. Hmm. Good for him for taking a stand. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Yeah, there it is. But the problem is what? culturally, don't isn't the first thing you think? Nah, he didn't care. Isn't that the first thing? Or ah, he probably liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. it's different. Yeah, with men than women, isn't um, it? I mean, if that was a a guy doing that to a woman, wouldn't it just feel different? I think it would. It seems more egregious. Uh, much more egregious. It's also um, the fact that uh, nine years ago she was worth roughly forty million. Today she's worth three hundred and thirty million. Three thirty says Mister Cynical. Wow. <laughs> wow. You you could delve into a hefty chunk of that yeah, in a lawsuit, be, and she'd still be fine. Uh, exactly. She wouldn't even know she missed. She it's like he's selling, miss it at all. Selling that stock at its highest point, maybe. Right. Right. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, let's see. Caleb in Florida. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. How are you this morning? Doing good. That's good. I, I uh, just wanted to call in because, man, these, these musical lawsuits, they just, as a musician, it really bothers me, especially when it's all mm-hmm. pop songs that only have four to seven chords in the song in the first place. I mean, there's a lot limited of number of keys, limited number of chords. I mean, theoretically, there's, you know, millions of possible notes, but... I mean, the fact that you can you can use a three chord run up as grounds for a lawsuit is just. I mean, it's like you can't play in the same key anymore. Right, or it's it's ludicrous, and it's gonna it's gonna turn out to to be destructive, uh, destroying creativity. Uh, appreciate it, thanks, Caleb. Yeah, it's like I mean, C, G, and D are basically the. The chords that pretty much all songs were built on in the 1960s and 70s. How many Beatles songs have those chords in them? The Beatles in the beginning only knew three chords. <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know. It's like you're speaking metric over there to me. <laughs> I just have to take your word for this. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not big into music theory either, but, you know, there's the chords pretty simple. Not for me. Uh, Keith. I just... Chords and notes. I just you, sing d- along. you don't know what a note is? I barely. Really? I just sing along. <laughs> okay. and, All right. And, and when I do sing... <clears> then you turn it into a country song. It's pretty obvious that I don't know <clears> yes. what a note is. All right. If you've ever heard me sing. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. might actually have to play that Chris Cuomo footage back again because that is epic nuts. <laughs> uh, all right, Jeff in Ohio. Hi, you're on the blaze. Welcome. How are you doing, guys? Doing good. You're I really just, concerned uh, or are you just making small talk? Yeah. Uh, really concerned. I just oh, wanted to, to right. bring up, I, I, I believe that uh, Chris Cuomo has been attending the Alec Baldwin School of Charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does <laughs> seem that way, like. doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, it's crazy. Let's Let's... Play that again, just in case anybody missed it. And again, CNN's already commented. They're yeah. standing behind him on so, this. So he was just asked for a photograph from a guy who called him Fredo, because I guess that's what Rush Limbaugh calls him. Can I get Can I get a photo op with you, Fredo? And oh, here's what happened. On the right, call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh. And a douchebag, by Fredo the way. is from The Godfather. He was our weak brother. I know it was you, Fredo. And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a insult to your people. It's an insult to your people. It's like the N-word for us. Is that a cool Stop it. You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But don't be a fool me. Hey, listen. I don't want any problems. Yeah, you're going to have a big problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't insult me like that. I didn't insult you. Call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk. You like that? You want well, that to be I, your nickname? I didn't call you that. I, you I, called me Fredo. You I know thought, my name now. Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was Fredo. Don't be a liar. I thought you want to be a man. Stand That's up like a man. I'm standing up, man. You want to be a man out yeah, here? Then own what you said. Then own what you said. Listen, I don't have a problem with you, man. You're gonna have a problem. What? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? I'll throw you down these stairs like a. Oh wow. So you don't want to. Sue? Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. You want to call me Fredo? Take a swing. Take a swing. Watch your hands. Take a swing. Watch your hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. You want to call me? Call me. 
This guy's unhinged. Yeah. And that's what CNN is standing behind. Yeah. Somebody who is absolutely unhinged. I don't care if the guy insulted you. So what? You, you have a responsibility, an obligation to keep your cool. You have to be a little bit more mature than that. Uh, is there any of us who've not been insulted? Come on. And you threaten to throw the guy down the stairs. I love what he said. Do it. Do it then. <laughs> Hit me. Throw me down the stairs. Yeah. And then me and uh, the guy suing Katy Perry will uh, be yeah. laughing all the way to the bank. No kidding. <laughs> and the- don't forget, yeah, CNN, like you said, standing by him. Touch. It's amazing. Unbelievable. And we said right from the beginning, nothing's going to happen to this guy. If it was Sean Hannity, if it was Glenn Beck. Can you imagine? Glenn in a similar situation. Of course, Glenn wouldn't because he's, you know. Uh, he, More even-tempered. Let's just say he's not confrontational. Like uh-huh. That. Uh, and he has, you know, more, he has more self-control than that. Because you have to when you're a celebrity, when you're anybody, but especially a celebrity, because everybody's going to see it and everybody, you know, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to go viral. Like this has, and they don't care because he's a minion of the left. Wow. Uh, let's see. Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. There can only be one iota of a cracker tweets. Don't you like the way Kamala was showing that aged woman such respect by putting her hands on her knees mm. and talking to her like a kindergartner? <laughs> Hashtag me too. She sure did. Yeah, that's a great description of it. From Lone Wolf, uh, Pat, when you go to Keith's house, remember to take binoculars so you can see his tiny TV. No, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, we were just discussing whether or not. Yeah, you coming over tonight? Yeah, I. Ah, man. Today, today, I I, mean, I go to bed early, so uh, mm-hmm. preferably today during the daytime. But if, if you do, if I know you're coming over, mm-hmm. then I'll stay up. I'll I'll, I'll stay awake and you come and over. You leave the light on if, for if, me. If, in other words, light, light on. yeah, okay. Yeah, d- does Jim Bodette still say? I don't Jim think he says that. Jim Bodette reference. Does he still say that on the Motel Six <laughs> commercial? Jim Bodette. We'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Well, that's a waste of energy, Mr. Uh, I don't care about global warming. Great point. You're going to leave the light on no matter how late it is that I get. What if I get there at four in the morning? Uh Light still on. It's been burning all night. Tom Using electricity. Tom. Oh, it's Tom. Tom Did I say Jim? Yeah. (laughs) How quickly they forget. Rob corrected us. I'm Tom Bodette. It will leave the light on for you. I mean, is that an LED bulb? What are we doing here? Uh, I know. How, I mean, how long does that... I hope you got some extras. Because if I don't show up, uh-huh. uh, I'd be really sad. Yeah. You know? I'm sure, but I'm sure I'll... Yeah, just leave the well, light you on. Know, you know from I'll get uh, there sometime. previous conversations on Pat and Stu, how many light, <laughs> yeah, you've, how many light bulbs you've are in my garage? Up, stocked up on light bulbs, right? Yeah, before the, sure did. There's a, before they were banned. You want some? Uh, no. Like a like a nickel a piece? Uh, no. So you're good? I'm good. Shoot, I was trying to trick you into coming over to my house to get them. <laughs> uh, from Kaboom, start suing now, Pat. Eventually, what's that? Who pays your salary? Will be a million dollar song. What do you mean? Will be? It's the most downloaded song in the history of iTunes, from what I recall. You know that chord pro- progression has been copied over and over and over again. It's embarrassing. I don't even like to talk about it because it's just too embarrassing. Is it, does it kind of, like when you're listening to the radio, you know, you got the top down mm-hmm. and you hear another one of those songs yet again ripping off 
what's that? Who pays mm-hmm. your salary? Yeah. Is it, you kind of see the little I do. Bit? I do. And I think wow. there's another one I got to put on the list to sue later. Uh-huh. Jeez. Hey. Uh, all right. We got to share with you some of the uh, fabulous contestants for uh, <laughs> president of the United States. Uh, this is just a, a, a parade of lunatics. <laughs> it's crazy. Parade of lunatics. Uh, first of all, First of all, let's start with Joe Biden and his racial gaffes. Just a little montage uh, put together for you and your enjoyment. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids, black kids. Yeah. What kind of a chance would a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand uh, in the South if you were running in Democratic primaries against Southerners like Mark Warner and uh, John Edwards? And you don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. They're gonna put you all back what? in chains. Wait, what? I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African American, yeah, who is articulate and bright and. And clean, nice-looking guy. Who most foreign policy experts around the Unreal. world say is the most, the wisest man in the Orient. It's a large, mo- very identifiable Somali community. I might add, if you ever come to the train station with me, you'll notice that uh, mm-hmm. I have great relationships with them because there's an awful lot of driving cabs. Apologize for what? <laughs> Former Vice President Biden Wednesday night stood by comments he made this week about wow. his work with two segregationist senators. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. <laughs> there's not a racist bone in my body. I've been involved in civil rights mm-hmm. my whole career. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> wow. I'm hung up on one I've never heard before. Which one? Um, how do you think you're going to do, you know, down in, in the States? You know, he's like, oh, you don't know my state. Uh, Delaware was a slave, slave state. state. In other words, what is he saying? Racist I... will vote for me. <laughs> what is he saying with that? I don't know. Strange, man. Yeah. And I'm still just bowled over by the Obama quote. That's I mean, articulate. There's never been an articulate black person. I wonder how Jesse Jackson felt about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had to piss him off. Yeah, I mean, articulate. So Jesse Jackson was not articulate, not clean, well, he could not rhyme. nice looking. <laughs> what? What do you... I bet they have a good relationship, he and mm-hmm. Jesse. Uh, but, wow. but we always hear about these dog whistles that Trump is blowing to racists and white supremacists. Yeah. If ever there was one, it was uh, what Joe Biden said are, about Delaware voters. Those are people whistles. Those are whistles we can all hear because they're pretty clear racial comments. That's uh, when you have to make something out of a comment, then it's a dog whistle. Those are just flat out racist statements. He's a piece of work, man. Yeah, he is. Mm. Speaking of which, so is Cory Booker, who. Oh, no. This is hard to get through, uh, but I think we need to respond to it. (laughs) It just shows what this guy thinks of the United States of America. Uh, Listen to this nonsense. Bigotry was written into our founding documents. Native Americans in our Declaration of Independence referred to as savages. In our Constitution, Mm -hmm. black people are fractions of human beings. Pause it. Okay, you can't be a U.S. senator if you don't understand that very simple concept of the three-fifths clause. (laughs) 
I don't know what to it say. It didn't mean they were fractions of a person. Mm-hmm. How many times do you have to say it? Could somebody please get this to Cory Booker? Send up a smoke signal or maybe we can email him, leave him a note at... Uh, I think at, it's Spartacus at... Yes. Senate.gov. I mean... It was about the census, moron. It's about counting people. And the the racists wanted them all counted as a whole person. Did that mean that they really loved black people and considered them very much worthwhile? No. It meant that if they were all counted as one person, they'd have more representation in Congress, thus more power to keep slavery going. The non-racists mm-hmm. among the founders wanted them to count as zero people because the South will be limited in their population and thus representation. It's really not that tough. The census has never been a way of attaching worth to people. It's about counting them for representation. Jeez, if you can't understand that very basic concept, you need to get out of government. Because you're a total buffoon. Wow. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't stop with these people. That same lie is repeated over and over and over and over. No wonder so many Democrats uh, have such distaste for this country. Because it's reinforced all the time by the leadership in that party. Pathetic. Wow. Meanwhile, one other uh, candidate who made his mark yesterday. <laughs> this is pretty powerful. This is pretty powerful. It's Watch this video, this uh, video of Beto in action. Oh, Incredible oh. stuff here. Oh, and a blue shirt, too. Who would have yep. seen that coming? I know, right? <laughs> but he seems to have a tire iron, and uh, he's changing it. Well, oh, wait, uh, Cynthia, I'm changing the tire on this truck. Oh, uh, okay. And he told us. And, uh... There's your video. <laughs> There's your there, video. I mean, there it is. We're done. In its entirety, right? We didn't edit that. No, no. no. How weird is that? Uh, okay, his campaign thought it important to put that out. Here's Beto changing a tire. He's just a regular guy. What, did he stop along the side of the street and help the guy change his tire? Or a woman? Or is that his truck? Or at least provide some context as to why we're seeing this. That's so weird. So weird. He just gets worse and worse as time goes by because he's so incredibly desperate. Please notice me. <laughs> Won't someone love me again? It's Please. Like, you know, Elizabeth Warren may be having um, a beer. Right. But I'm changing a tire. I'm changing a tire. Yeah. Are you rolling? Right now? You rolling back there? <laughs> I'll catch this, okay? That's really crazy. I'm only going to use this cross wrench for five seconds and then we're done here. <laughs> How nutty is that? So bizarre. It just, and I guess the, the the spewing hatred toward the president after the shootings wasn't working. Yeah, for that him, wasn't so working. Now he's so got to go back to. Right. I'm every man. <laughs> I can change a tire. Uh, okay. Good. That's, now you've got my vote. Wait, I thought I thought you were clueless in the tire changing world. I now I'm ready to vote for you, my friend. Well, the good news is once all of the tire dust gets all over his shirt. He can just throw it down and just grab one of the other two dozen that are laying neatly in the back of that SUV. Wait, was that an SUV? <gasps> that was, well, it was, was a that? truck. It was said, a big truck. It was a gas guzzler is what it was. It looked like an SUV. It might, because some people call SUV trucks. My goodness. Beto. <sighs> Crazy. What are you doing? 
All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we got this video. Oh yeah, puppy monkey baby found a video of me from uh, from the past. Yeah, when you were a little kid, it was so cute. Pat Gray unearthed uh-huh. uh, back in the day when you saw what was going to stay with me my entire uh-huh. life. Yeah. Here's a look at that. So you like Girl, pizza? Are you eating pizza? Yeah, you like eating that. pizza. Uh huh. Yeah, so I like I the pizza. Vegetables. Oh, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is exactly me to this day. Why was that guy calling you Charlie, though? I, I don't know. Yeah, huh. I guess he forgot. That was my dad. He was calling me Charlie. <laughs> Did that give you some sort of <laughs> complex? It's like, I'll never be Charlie, Dad. <laughs> so great. So if you're like me and you still, you never grew into liking vegetables. I, I hear this all the time from my wife. I didn't like vegetables when I was that age either. But now I do. Okay, well. I don't still, <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> and she claims it's just because I haven't tried them. Oh, I've tried them. <laughs> that's the I've problem. Tried, that's the problem. <laughs> so if you're in that boat too, uh, try Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boost your immunity using uh, antioxidants, prebiotics, probiotics. There's not a single postbiotic in this mixture uh it's real food not some fake supplement lab powder you can check out the nutrition facts panel on the side and you'll you'll know all about it go to brickhousepat.com get 15 percent off your first order when you use the offer code pat brickhousepat.com it's pat gray unleashed on the blades Anybody else feel like it's been kind of a crappy movie season? Yeah, yeah. Where are all the big <laughs> summer blockbusters that are... I mean, I, you, you had Avengers, right? Endgame, yep. which made $2 trillion or whatever it was. A couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. You had a few that were really big hits, but usually there's one coming out pretty much every weekend hmm. that you look forward to. That's not happening, it seems, right now. Although... uh this new movie co- that opens Friday called Blinded by the Light. Uh, it's about some two guys, I think, who love Bruce Springsteen or one of them Oh, does. yeah. 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 Have you seen the previews of that? Yes. That looks really good. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Uh, and you might think, why is it called Blinded by the Light? That's a Manfred Mann song. Well, Bruce Springsteen wrote Blinded uh-huh. by the Light. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was Manfred Mann that sang the version wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. when it's supposed to be wrapped up like a deuce now the explanation for that used to be i'm not the only one that sings it from oh every (laughs) everybody sings it wrapped up like a douche because that's what he sings (laughs) and i think it was casey Kasem. and you know this week on american top 40 we're up to number six blinded by the light by manfred mann a lot of people are mishearing the lyrics of this song (laughs) and i'm pretty sure the explanation was he had some kind of lisp, and so instead of deuce, it became douche. You know, kind of like an Alex Jones, I'm slurring my ashish thing. Wow. And I used to buy that, and then I listened really closely to the song. That's the only word he slurs with his S's. He doesn't have, he just did that on purpose. And then I read where Bruce Springsteen was asked if he liked that version. And he said, uh, well... They're singing about a feminine hygiene product. 
<laughs> I was singing about a sports car. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so Springsteen didn't appreciate them messing with his song like that. So when I heard Springsteen's take on it, I thought, yeah, they did that on purpose to maybe stand out. I don't know. It's strange. But anyway, the movie starts on Friday. Uh, wow. See, and you say it's a bad summer for movies. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen more movies this summer than any of the previous 20. What was the last one you saw? Was it yesterday? Yeah. 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 So yesterday was the Beatles good. movie, I saw Toy Story 4. Oh, I haven't seen that. Is that good? Uh, yeah, it's good. I wish they had stopped the franchise after three, but it's well, still Well, they seem to end good. it yeah. after three. They could have just left it. Yeah. But, but they didn't it, milk every last dollar out of it, I guess. But it's that franchise, so it was, of course, good. Yeah. And uh, I saw the Avengers thing. Uh, what was the other one I saw? I don't know. Spider-Man. That was good. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was good. Been avoiding that for some reason. Why? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Maybe I shouldn't. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you should go and see it. I yeah. mean, what do you hate movies? No. What are you? What are you turning into me? <laughs> Not hardly. Okay. Well, uh, last night I saw the ending of uh, the loudest voice on Showtime with you know the Roger Ailes story. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy. I'll say it again, man. He looks bad in this uh, portrayal, and I know for a fact some of it's true. Yeah. I also know for a fact some of it is not. Uh, but boy, they it, it was brutal on his reputation. And it's interesting because apparently his wife to this day believes that all the allegations are lies. Wow. Even though Gretchen Carlson had a year's worth of recordings from him sexually harassing her. My goodness. Of course she can't talk about that anymore cuz part of the settlement her 20 million dollars was she can't mention anything about Fox. Hmm. Now those agreements are broken all the time. Ask Stormy Daniels about that. And what happened to her? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You really could talk, but it's interesting because they do show the real split when Rupert Murdoch turned over control, basically turned over control of Fox News to his sons, who are both liberal. So they hated uh, Roger Ailes, and he hated them in return. Interesting. Anyway, it was, a, it was a fascinating look. Yeah, I might check that out sometime. Yeah, you should. But it's on, it's on Showtime? Yeah. Eventually, it'll come out on something that will you it, can watch. Will it, it come on uh, NFL Sunday Ticket? Because <laughs> then I might catch it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep watching for it. Yeah, okay. maybe. Yeah. Maybe right. the NFL will pick that up. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I know the NFL's big into Fox News. We all, we all understand that. Uh, <laughs> so the Russians have now admitted... That that explosion, let's show you the explosion again, uh, which they first said was a firecracker or something, right? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things you yeah. snap, you throw them on the driveway. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh, you get the mushroom cloud out of it. And here comes the concussion of sound. Whoa. That's how far away you are from the explosion. Just guns. And look at that. Yeah, it was a, that was a gun depot that blew up. Then it was a missile that blew up. And now it's, okay, it was a nuclear reactor. Eh, but a small one. It's just a tiny little nuclear reactor. I love the Russians. They're That's awesome. so great. <laughs> and they do this every time. Yeah. And so you know the first thing they say is a lie. Yeah, that was a, ah, uh, oh, crap. Yeah, we had a, a bad gas situation. Gas leak. Yeah, it was a gas leak. Yeah, it was a natural gas uh, explosion. A house blew up. And nobody hurt, though. Nobody was home at the time, so it was fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> then a week later, they'll say, oh, yeah, that, you know what? That was a, I mean, that was a gas station that blew up. So a lot oh. of gasoline was involved. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, okay, it was a nuclear reactor, but a really teeny tiny one. Okay, and then next, okay, okay, it was the largest nuclear disaster in the history of the universe. Uh, okay, now that I believe. Yeah, but only three people died, so that was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it mitigated the damages. <laughs> so it could have been worse. It so, could have been the worst uh, economic crisis since the Great Depression. Apparently, <laughs> this is a, a missile that is powered by a nuclear reactor or nuclear powered in some way. Really amazing. They supposedly can hit the United States with, uh, with this missile in five minutes. So it's, it's pretty chilling. Mm. And uh, all five of the atomic scientists that were working on it are now gone. Uh, and they said seven people overall were killed. We'll probably hear that number go up. Uh, so they were testing a new special device, <laughs> according, to, uh, according to the Russians. And that was, uh, yeah. that's all the explanation that's we're all, probably ever going to get. And don't forget we had the poll at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and and even though that uh, within a couple of hours of the poll going up, it came out that uh, this was indeed a, a nuclear-related disaster there in Russia, uh, we asked the question, wow. which are you more likely to believe, that Epstein killed himself or that the Russian explosion is no issue? Still, even though the facts <laughs> came out. <laughs> they're, they're still more likely to believe the Russians. Two-thirds, 67 <laughs> to 33, two-thirds believe Russia explosion, no big deal. Over Epstein actually committing suicide. It's not like we haven't been given reason to doubt uh-huh. these stories that are coming out uh, from our government. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's just kind of understandable. <laughs> 6731? Uh, 6733. 33, okay. 888 900 I thought maybe there was a 2%. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to I don't that. know. That'll be an option next time. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you with us. You could also uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed, where Rants Out Loud tweets, Beto changing his flat tire incorrectly was the perfect analogy for his entire presidential campaign. <laughs> Good stuff. It's just so meaningless and, and weird. He, he thinks he is like a social media wizard or something because he posts all this random stuff. Let's it's, see. We've seen him get his teeth cleaned. Yeah. Right? We've seen mm-hmm. him getting a haircut. <laughs> We've seen him skateboarding at Whataburger. Push ups mm-hmm. in the airport. Push ups, yes. Changing a tire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Can you think of any more? Um, Not right off the top of my head, but that's a good start. But he looks so natural doing oh, he all does. that stuff. Yeah, he really does. He is a. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Rotten Files. So, Patheads ever wonder what Keith does during Pat's breaks? Oh. Here you go. Oh, look at that. That's Rob tweeted that one. Uh, there. there it is. There I am. Well, I'm working hard. Yeah. And you laid on that filthy couch. Yeah, that's... Uh, I hesitate That's a serious to, miscalculation. Uh, I mean, I'm, I sit close <clears> enough <throat> to you. I, I could be spreading uh, who knows couch what? disease yeah. your way. I mean, who knows? Sorry. Mercury One, I don't believe, uh, responded to my offering of them taking this and auctioning it off. They didn't jump all over that? <laughs> Looking at That's it right amazing. now, thinking, now <laughs> I see why they acted like they didn't see that. <laughs> so that might be, by 
Thursday they're starting the process, I guess. Yeah. And by hope. Monday they're supposed to be done, so that should be out of yeah. here this week. We'll That's see. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Wes Usury, Manfred's douche reference in Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Uh, Manfred's douche reference in the song is his acknowledgement of Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It's good stuff right there. Yeah, maybe. That's, that's highly possible. Uh, Donna Brazil. Can you believe Donna, former chairwoman of the Democratic National Committee, said Friday that President Donald Trump had, quote, nothing to do with the recent mass murderers, unquote, rejecting the belief of everybody else in the Democrat Party that his rhetoric is to blame for the tragedies. Um, that's impressive. Yeah. She said this conversation about race and racism, domestic terrorism, white supremacy, white nationalism. It is that I'm profoundly saddened as an American. The reason, uh, why is to point fingers and to play this so-called blame game. President Trump had nothing to do with the maniac. And I'm being gracious here. The maniac who shot up the Walmart store. He had nothing to do with the person who shot up, you know, the bar in Dayton. He certainly had nothing to do with that. That guy was a leftist. This is unbecoming of the country. The president of the United States, you know, should not be blamed for these individual killers. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, and she didn't uh, couch that either. No, she didn't. Hmm. Oh, that's just, wow. This should be a heavenly choir singing in the background when you say things like Donna Brazil said the president's not responsible for mass murders. <laughs> He's gotten that that's where we're at. ridiculous in this country. That where like, that's what we have to just sit back and, wow, let me soak that in for a minute. Uh, again, our standard is don't blame the president for a mass murder. That and he that's didn't like, commit. That, right. That, that's yeah. like manna from heaven. I know. <laughs> Amazing. That's where we're at. Meanwhile, Andrew Yang said something about the president, uh, too. Oh, no. On Saturday, oh, no. uh, called him a fat slob. <laughs> okay, come on, Andrew Yang. You're smart enough to have better words than that. He's a fat slob who cheats at golf, and he challenged him to a push-up contest. He keeps doing this. He, another desperate Wait, cry. Somebody Yang please notice. Chal- okay. Yeah, oh. he's done this several times. Oh. I, I challenged him to a push-up contest. Okay, stop it. I mean, we are living idiocracy. He said, I can't be eating crap on the trail too often because I need to stay in presidential form. No one wants a president who, who doesn't seem he can run a mile. I think, I don't know. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's a quote right there. I don't think Donald Trump can run a mile. Would you guys enjoy watching Donald Trump run a mile? That would be hysterical. What does that guy weigh? 280 or something? What is happening? <laughs> I thought these Democrats... We're all about not calling out people for their appearance. Yeah, but all I can think of is a president <clears throat> running a mile. Go? I'm thinking of Phil Hartman in Saturday Night Live as Bill Clinton stopping off at the McDonald's. <laughs> that was that was a good time. I think I don't know. That was the quote from Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. He uh, he proceeds. I say he like passes out at the quarter mile mark. <laughs> Trump actually in his last checkup in February. Uh, tip the scale at 243 pounds. But he's what, 6'3 or something? Yeah, he's tall. Yeah, he's 6'3. It says right there. Okay. Had a body mass of 30.4. I don't know if that's good. 
Anything over 30 is considered obese, so I guess it's not good. Yeah, but, chart's I mean, that's stupid. Barely. Yeah, that's 30.4? Yang said he'd love to challenge Trump, who's known for his love of fast food and disdain for exercise. He'd love to challenge him on the track. Oh, yeah, I'd challenge Donald Trump to any physical or mental feat under the sun. <laughs> what can that guy beat me at? Being a slob? <laughs> in the world what was the audience here Good these are presidential candidates this is where we are in our country right this now. this is where we're at man oh man this is really devolved into uh what fourth grade playground stuff <laughs> i can do approximately infinitely more push-ups than donald trump well you are neat <laughs> wow you are neat well my my dad could beat up your dad. What do you oh, think of that? Oh, huh? Your move, Mr. Yang. <laughs> Check and mate, my friend. And he was supposed to be the adult in the room. My dog's better than your dog because he eats kennel ration. My dog's better than yours. Oh, uh, kennel ration. Uh, good. You got any reference from what? 1976. You got probably? any mama so fat jokes over there? Mm. <laughs> no. Let's see. Oh, wait. No, there's one that I remember. Your mom is so fat, she stepped on a rainbow and Skittles came out. (laughs) It's the only one I remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't can't really step on a rainbow because it's it's like an optical illusion. Really? That's what we're doing? Yeah. We're flipping it. We're taking it off Andrew Yang and we're pouring (laughs) it on the other guy, Keith. (laughs) He says, uh, there is more, man. This is incredible. I want to go through this intellectually. Oh, yeah. We, obviously. <laughs> oh, that's a quote from him? <laughs> yeah. The guy who just said, I think, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> like, what could Donald Trump possibly be better at than me? An eating contest? Like something that involves keeping something on the ground and having really large body mass? Like if there was a hot air balloon that was rising and you needed to try and keep it on the ground? What in this the can't be true. world? I'm starting to think. No, this is the Daily Mail. Oh, this is world? unbelievable. He'd be better at me at that because he's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, get this. Oh, no. At, at that point, a campaign staffer stepped in. Uh, Andrew, but Yang kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no video of this. Unbelievable. But, wow. He conceded that the president may be able to beat him at golf, but then said it'd be hard to know because Trump cheats at the game. He might be able to beat me at golf, although I'm told he cheats a lot. So who knows what his true golf ability is? This guy just, uh, <laughs> he probably buried himself now. That's amazing. Wow. A presidential candidate. Huh. All right. Well, even his aides couldn't get a grip on uh, stopping him here. Hmm. Just keep going. (laughs) Was somebody playing like a rim shot in the background every time he would (sighs) do one of these? Ah, Man. Pretty amazing. But uh, again, you know, that's where we are right now. It's it's just where we are. And uh, we're going to have to get used to it. Meanwhile, presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard is reporting for duty, active duty. I didn't realize she was still in the reserves. Yeah, me either. She's uh, back to active duty in Indonesia for two weeks Hmm. because of the, you know, the huge Indonesian campaign we're on right now. Yeah, yeah. You got to be prepared. Yeah, you do. Uh, 
So she'll be taking a two-week absence from her campaign. I've never seen this before. To report for active duty with the Hawaiian Army National Guard in Indonesia. I'm stepping off of the campaign trail for a couple of weeks and putting on my uniform, my Army uniform, to go on a joint training exercise mission in Indonesia. I love our country. I love being able to serve our country in so many ways, including as a soldier. And so while some people are telling me, like, gosh, this is a terrible time to leave the campaign. Can't you find a way out? You know, that's not what this is about. Well, good for her. Yeah, I think there's someone that genuinely loves the country. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you know, I disagree with her on her uh, politics, obviously, but there's some good things about her. Yeah. She's... She served in the Army National Guard in Iraq from 04 to 05. She served a second deployment in Kuwait in 2008 and 9, uh, working with the Kuwaiti Army. And this week, she's heading off to Indonesia to try to squelch that Indonesian uprising or whatever's <laughs> happening there. <laughs> and then she comes back for the next debate if she's lucky. I don't think she's qualified yet, so she may have more time on her hands to train than she realizes. Oh, yeah, she hasn't. What, have nine have qualified, I think, for that so far? I know I know. Rimshot Yang is going to be there. He qualified. Um, ah, really? We got to put up with that guy still? Yeah, I think they're up to eight contestants still playing the game over there. I wish they could find, seriously, I wish they could find a way to narrow this down because it's just too many. And, and there's just too many buffoons to talk about. We need to focus our uh, disgust on one person, one or two at the most. Wow. Meanwhile, let me tell you about um, Patriot Mobile. If you're looking for a way to help the country come together, switching to Patriot Mobile is a fantastic way to do that because you're putting your money where your ideology is. Now, companies like Verizon and AT&T take a portion of what they get in your bill and they donate to Planned Parenthood, gun control organizations, uh, Tides Foundation stuff. Not so with Patriot Mobile. Now, I know you're thinking, well, I don't want to switch. I've got, I'm used to my service. I know where, how good it is and I don't want to pay more. You don't have to. You get the same service. Um, with unlimited plans starting as low as $25 a month. Lower than their advertised price that they're beating every day. $35 a month! This is $10 under that. Um, Plus, a portion of your bill goes to candidates and causes you believe in. Like the Heritage Foundation, for instance. So, just go to PatriotMobile.com, select your plan, and get a free month of service when you use the offer code. Come on over. PatriotMobile.com Offer code, come on over. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, speaking of the left and leftist causes and left, left-wing left organizations, I saw that Netflix just debuted some weird documentary called The Family. Have you seen that advertised? Oh, you don't... You don't do Netflix, do I do you? Netflix, Oh, yeah. you do Netflix. Yeah, okay. I do everything. Well, you know me. how, as soon as you go to Netflix now, they've got a featured thing, and it just starts playing the preview? Yeah, I hate that. I, I do, too. It's so annoying, it because it just kind of throws yeah. me off my game. I'm trying to scroll I around, know. and like, this crap's playing, and ugh. Right. You're trying to concentrate. Mm-hmm. I'm it, trying to find something that's, you know, watchable. I don't have that many brain cells left, right? and I need to concentrate on the scrolling, not the preview that's playing. Exactly. <laughs> 
Anyway, it's a it's called the family, and it's about this hidden secret Christian organization that essentially rules the world that you don't even know about. But for eighty years, they've been ruling the world with their creepy, weird, secretive Christian right wing ideology that's ruling the world. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? I'm intrigued. Okay. When are you going to do a little something on, on the Tides Foundation? You talk about a secretive organization nobody ever talks about that rules the world. Why don't you do something on that? Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Drives me out of my mind. And speaking of Netflix, now the movie that the Obamas signed to do, one of them, is apparently about ready to roll out. I, I, I really thought that was just like symbolic. They weren't going to really work on movies. What experience do the Obamas have in doing something like that? So as Netflix producers, they're uh, about to come up with their uh, the first thing they produced. A documentary titled American Factory chronicles the cultural clash between Chinese and American workers in a U.S. auto glass factory. That sounds riveting. Oh, man, I am there. That sounds riveting. <laughs> I wish that were on right now. I would leave right. this show and yeah. go start watching well, it. As soon as I catch up on my movies, I'll start with, you know, the movie, what, Avatar. <clears throat> and then I'll work my way to the Obamas in a glass uh, okay. factory. Yeah, it's American here? factory, stupid. My, my bad. <laughs> Chronicling the culture clash between Chinese and American workers in an auto glass factory. Okay. Set to debut on Netflix for 139 million subscribers in 190 countries, August 21st, just eight short days. I gotta now. wait eight days for yeah. this? Yeah. Why are you telling me about it now, man? I, I can't waited. wait for I an Obama sh- documentary. Should have waited. It's like I. It's like I just announced Christmas uh-huh. and then told you it's we got about another six months. So I don't like <laughs> this setup for this. Now this is what they were paid by some estimates. Well, it's between fifty and a hundred million dollars for Barack and Michelle to do this stuff. So okay. this will be fascinating to see what they came came up with. Uh wow. And and Netflix wonders why their earnings are going down. I know, <laughs> I know, and it's stuff like this that makes me think. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Tough. I mean, I felt bad for him because I like Netflix, but then they're doing stuff like this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Apple is about to release. They just released a trailer of uh, a movie called Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. Did we talk about this yesterday? Well, no, we talked about this off, off air, the air, but I couldn't follow you. Was this like a, a movie or yeah. a show? Okay, so it's, it's a, a movie. It's an Apple movie now. So Apple is doing their own wow. original content okay, now. Okay, here we go. You believe that? So Netflix, uh, Amazon, Hulu, Apple, then of course Disney does their stuff, uh, and everybody else who's in the movie and TV business. I, this is just really getting to be quite the battle. Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who the last man standing is, really. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Who would you guess? Uh, uh, it's got to be Disney, right? They're just too yeah. big. Or NFL Sunday ticket. <laughs> That's what I'm. That's where my money. Like literally, that's where my money. Is. As long as the NFL exists, mm-hmm. they're going to be the winners. Yep. Um, also, ASAP Rocky, the guy who was arrested in yeah. Sweden, he's back. He did his first concert since uh, since being in the Swedish jail. Uh, as he was performing, no. he finished up a real street festival in Anaheim. Uh, the crowd chanted "F Sweden, F Sweden." <laughs> they kind of had it coming, uh, but. He is apparently going to go back next week 
to find out the judgment on what his penalty is going to be. Does he have to stand I, trial first? Yeah. Or? And he's, I guess they're... Or I think like, he's going back for his trial. So it's not Trump justice where we uh, forget due process. Right. We actually going to go We're through the system there? We're going to do some due process. Okay, that's good. I and, don't think I'd go back to Sweden. They must have a massive amount of money from bail or something. And maybe uh, that's the only way he was allowed to leave. Yeah, and also this is the first time documented in history that a crowd chanted... F Sweden. <laughs> is it? No, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I would imagine it is. Yeah, they don't, they don't really that doesn't come up that people. much. <laughs> but if you watch the video, uh, some of it's missing, but they were just followed around the city by these guys, you know? It was, and they finally mm-hmm. just turned around and, and the bodyguards told them to leave and they wouldn't, then right, the fight they, erupted, right? Well, they, they constantly stopped. Constantly were trying, hey guys, can you please stop following us? Can you please stop? Can you please stop? Do we and, know who threw the first punch, for instance? I don't know. I think the um, physical contact was first made by the guys. Um, but I think the first punch, hmm. I think, was thrown by his bodyguard, and then the rest of them just got in there and beat the crap out of him. Yeah. They did receive a thorough beating. <laughs> really? It was it was a beatdown. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, worthy of being punished and put in jail? I don't know. I just that's harassment, man. Yeah, and like I, mean, I said, I think sounds like they were the instigators and wanted to cause something. Trial, yeah. It, there was some physical contact. Yeah, I, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, have this um, unwritten rules of baseball that are impossible to follow. I love these lists uh, <laughs> because while you're watching a game, there are certain things that occur, and you hear the announcers talk about it sometimes. Oh, he admired that home run. Yeah, you can't do that, apparently. Don't spend time admiring your home run. If I'm hitting a home run in Major League Baseball, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I don't no. care if you like it or not. I'm watching that thing sail out of the no, stadium. No, yes. no. And, and I forget sportsmanship. Don't be the dummy that stands there and watches it and you end up with a double instead of a triple. Only if it's, you know, an obvious, this is going out of the park. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, you should be beating the path to first base uh, and beyond. Uh, also, you're not supposed to show up your fielders if they commit an error. Like, show disgust when <laughs> they make an error because you do a lot of bad things as a pitcher, too, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like throw uh, the ball over the center field wall? Yes. <laughs> Don't bunt to break up a no-hitter. Another unwritten rule. I don't care about that one. Here's what I do care about. When they put the the shift on you, <laughs> there's this unwritten rule that you're not supposed to bunt to defeat the shift. I'm defeating the shift every time with a bunt. Absolutely. You're shifting like that because you think you know my, uh, my propensity for hitting the ball in a certain area. I'm sorry. I'm going to bunt every time. And if you want to put that... Until you stop shifting. Yeah, put that shift on with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. I'm absolutely Mm -hmm. bunting to break up your no-hitter. No question. Don't swing on three and oh counts. Now, I thought that was a... You know, that's like the coaches are telling you, let's see if we can get a walk here. Or they're telling you, swing away. Yeah, not not if your name's Ronald Acuna. Uh, He had a three and oh count just the other day and jacked it over the center field wall. That's what can happen. Mm -hmm. Don't rub the spot... That you got hit in. What? Like a pitcher hit you in the uh, arm. Don't rub your arm. I mean, I know that. That's an unwritten rule. That's even just to look tough or something? Even in Little League, they, mm-hmm. don't, they, won't, they don't like that. starts early. Yeah. Uh, don't walk in front of the catcher or umpire on the way to the batter's box. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's mm-hmm. etiquette right there. 
Don't not. I didn't know anything about this one. Don't throw a curveball to a fellow pitcher. <laughs> really? Cause, yeah, because they're so bad. Anyway, you don't want to embarrass them by throwing a curveball. So <laughs> they're so bad. Anyway. Usually, when they get up to bat, you throw them only fastballs. I didn't know that. Whatever. No way. Uh, There's some hitters right now. There's some pitchers that are good hitters. Yeah, there are. And you try to get them out. That's whatever. Always let the center fielder call the ball. I think that's just yeah. That's that's like common strategy. Sense, so you don't get run over. Don't show up a hitter after a strikeout if you're the pitcher. I mean, you're okay. allowed to celebrate. Maybe a fist bump, right? I think so. Yeah. Or fist pump. If a pitcher hits a teammate, you hit one of theirs. Uh, we all know that happens. <laughs> yeah. And then it just continues until the end of time between those two teams. Uh-huh. Marlin, uh, Marlins and Braves, prime and, example. And eventually, you know, the both dugouts <laughs> empty, and there's a little battle for a few minutes, and nobody gets hurt, and you move on. Don't step on the pitcher's mound. If you're a pitcher, you have to... Step on the mound, but if you're another player, don't even think about stepping on the mound. My, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. All right. Everybody must be involved in an on-field fight. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So if you're in the dugout, you must come out and start swinging? No, come on. Dale Murphy was famous for always going out there to keep people apart and hold people back. I guess he has to go out there, obligatory, but not throw a punch. Right. Uh, don't talk to opposing fielders trying to catch a ball. Yeah. What, like, hey, good uh, yes. catch you again. Uh, Which they do in Little League all the time. Absolutely. Uh, apparently, th- this says Major League Baseball is trying to end the unwritten rules. Hmm. Uh, but uh, here's a, just a look at it. How, how about the unwritten rule of stop corking the baseball? Yes. There's a lot of home runs being hit this year. Who was it that was talking? Well, was it Justin Verlander that was talking yes. about how the ball has changed? Yeah, and that Major League Baseball owns the manufacturer of the baseballs. Yeah, that and so they've juiced them. MLB to get more has runs. admitted something is off. Have um, they? Yeah, oh. they, they don't. They're not saying that. Yes, we juiced the baseball for more home runs, but they're saying obviously something is different in the. I didn't say the construction. I can't remember the word, but they're saying the aerodynamics are definitely different. And I'm thinking... Wow, to the, make this big a is difference? It, is it not a sphere anymore? What do you mean? The aerod- <laughs> anyway. Uh, we've made the ball a triangle now. And uh, lo and behold, just, people are <laughs> jacking it. Who would have thought triangles could fly so far? Apparently so. Uh, all right. 888 Already looking forward to uh, checking in with you again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. At most of the same time and place. 22 hours from now, or even sooner if you listen on the podcast, which, of course, is available wherever free podcasts are sold. Share it with your friends (laughs) and family and your enemies. Yeah, enemies, People you don't even know. Yeah. Especially leftists. Ruin their day. (laughs) 